0: Oh Welcome back to another episode of The Takedown. As always, brought to you by PhoneSoap. Go to PhoneSoap.com, use the code TAKEDOWN, you get 20% off of your order. Today, ladies and gentlemen, I am joined by uh, Swiss mixed martial arts fighter and gym owner, Peter Mettler. What is up, my brother? Doing mighty fine. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Uh, how, what's the weather like in, in Switzerland right now?
1: Well, actually, it's just started snowing again today. It was a fabulous spring, and now snow is
0: coming back. Oh, man. (laughs) I I like the snow. I love it. I got kids. They love it, too. Oh, yeah. Have you seen those videos of the guys that go to like the frozen lakes, and they cut the holes in the lakes, and they they jump in the water? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you you done that? Absolutely. Oh, what's that like?
1: Uh, Well, I hate cold water. So it's kind of like uh, winning a fight against the cold. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's awesome man I seen uh Jan Blahovich done it not too long ago and I was like man that's a that's an animal right there to do that mm-hmm. yeah I can't so you you didn't watch the fights last night though
1: no I did not completely man. missed it.
0: have you seen any of the pictures of the uh the eye poke I did god was that probably the nastiest eye poke that that you can remember
1: uh, well I've seen worse actually really Mm. Holy well, shit! The eye was fucked up thereafter.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, his eye was fucked up. I mean, it, it. The thing about the eye pokes man is like, like unless they adopt another glove, like I don't think we're gonna get away from them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think even with new gloves, we will not get away.
0: You don't think so? And well, unless the finger, unless there's something like, um, like a pouch, almost you like put your fingers in, but that would <laughs> that would yeah. that'd fuck up grappling, though, wouldn't
1: it? It would even now the gloves are really bad for grappling and with a pouch you, you couldn't even grapple
0: yeah yeah i remember when i was fighting even yeah you're right i mean even with the gloves they have now i remember i was in a fight one time going for a i think i was going for a kimura and like the gloves mm-hmm. when they get wet with like sweat your hands just slide man yeah
1: and you you can't fit in the gaps
0: yep. Yeah, yeah 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 you we were talking before we got started you fought uh 12 times now yeah yes professionally professionally yes that is awesome. Do you uh do you prefer getting like a finish or is a like a hard earned decision just as good? No. Well, I wouldn't know. I never went to the time. I prefer submissioner. Uh, oh yeah, well, yeah, you're a bad motherfucker on the ground. I've been watching all your videos, man. Well, thanks a lot. <laughs> your son is uh your son's into jujitsu now.
1: Yeah, the oldest is fourteen already, and uh, the younger ones is only two and uh, ten months. They're just getting started now.
0: Okay. Uh, you said two months? One is two years and the other is 10 months. Oh, 10 months. Okay. I have a 15 months. That's awesome, man. It's it's a fun time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. My daughter tried to uh tried to take down somebody in daycare the other day. <laughs> <laughs> she uh He was like crying and I guess she didn't like it. So she just walked over and like bear hugged him and then kind of like swept the leg and took him down. I was like, hey, you, you can't do that.
1: Wow, she's a natural.
0: She is, man. She well, I wrestled my entire life, and and she watches yeah. all the the fight nights with me, and yeah, so she's been around it quite a bit, and she comes to the gym quite a bit too, so she's been around it, you know. So I'm hoping that maybe I've got an Olympic gold medalist on my hands.
1: Wow, absolutely. Same here. Well, the middle one's is extremely talented, and actually, he's a lot into eye pokes. He loves to poke eyes. <laughs>
0: <ice. laughs> it's not good. He just loves- <laughs>
1: well he loves the reaction you know he's so small so he almost can't wrestle me but if he pokes the eyes there's a big reaction coming <laughs> have
0: you ever seen the movie the water boy with adam sandler i wouldn't remember
1: oh I there you saw it but
0: it's a it's an old football movie it came out in the uh, i think late 90s early 2000s but adam Sandler's a football player and he loves professional wrestling mm-hmm. and uh so his very first day of football practice, he's never played before. So he he takes two fingers and he pokes the guy in the eyeballs. And he, says, he says, "I poke," courtesy of Captain Insano. And they're like, "Yo, you can't do that." <laughs> That's what your boy's doing to you. He's trying to he's trying to get you uh, trying to get you off your game. Yeah, probably. What is the what's the Swiss uh, mixed martial arts scene like right now? Because you guys have like Vulcan Ozdemir, who like came from Switzerland, and he's. Uh, top 10 in the world right now. So what's it like for MMA right now?
1: I would say it's almost dormant. You know, there's a lot of uh, small tournaments, uh, small events with a couple hundred uh, spectators. So it's not too much going on, actually. Really? Yes, it is.
0: Do do you do a lot of things in, in Switzerland or do you have to kind of travel to go do events?
1: You have to travel. You have to be ready to go throughout europe or even further ahead
0: where's the furthest you've went so far
1: um probably either vegas thailand or south africa i think it's pretty much the same
0: oh word where, where was the first place you said vegas yes yeah how'd you like america
1: i love it yeah awesome place to be
0: it's pretty shitty right now i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <We> <laughs> hold gotta- hold on, hold
1: on. yeah hear a lot of bad things but i absolutely loved it
0: really what's it like compared to switzerland like is it just like a little bit more fast-paced
1: yeah people are so much more um you know they love things swiss people are very conservative they don't like new things you know and they don't like uh athletes that much so in switzerland if you're a professional athlete or even a coach they're like yeah but you know what's your real job what do you actually do and the U.S. they were more like, like, wow, you're a fighter. It's like, wow, awesome.
0: Yeah, I I, I kind of agree on that actually because um, I feel like the U.S. is a little bit more, uh, like a little bit more liberal on things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're a little bit more lenient about things like that. So yeah, that kind of makes sense. That kind of makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that the most. I remember in 2009, I was in Florida as well, and I had a, a t-shirt on grappling t-shirt where on it's like a pain is temporary pride is forever and I uh, was in a shop and an old man ran onto me I was like yeah what's with your shirt and it was I was already getting ready you know to receive some insults and getting scolded and he was like yeah that shirt is awesome I need to show it to my wife <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, <okay>. that's badass <laughs> it just, wow would never happen here in Switzerland
0: really that is so crazy well you're you own your own gym though so like yes. if people ask you, I mean you could just say you like you're a, you're a business owner.
1: Yeah, maybe I should.
0: Now <laughs> <laughs> that you bring it up. They don't know what kind of badass you are. They don't know that you'll fucking choke them out.
1: Well, they wouldn't like it if they knew.
0: Oh, that's yeah, true. Have you ever had to have you ever had to choke somebody out in public?
1: Well, I've worked as a security guard many years.
0: Oh, so, really? Yeah. Ooh, you have any cool stories about that? Like you, ever, you ever, ever have to choke anybody out just on the street and just leave them? Well, m- many times, man. But the, probably the funniest story happened a couple
1: months ago, maybe a couple of years by now. I was to a store and I saw a guy and I was like, yeah, I know that guy, but I, I don't know why. And it happens to me often. So I kind of, you know, waved at him and smiled at him. And then he looked at me and looked shocked and was like, man, what's wrong? And I went ahead and then I remembered and I remembered why I knew that guy. I had a fight with him just a week before.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, he was, not your, he was not your biggest fan. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He probably thought it was the most alpha move. I'm just smiling and waving at him like he's my friend. Do
0: you, uh, you submit him? you knock him out?
1: Um, I, mostly I prefer to just throw people to the ground. It really it's a fight and to throw people to the pavement. So that's yeah. what I did there too.
0: Damn. So wait, 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 wait. So he's not like a professional fighter. No, he oh. was just some dude. Oh, shit.
1: No, he was just some, some dude that Yeah, that oh, thought it's man. a good idea to start a fight with me.
0: It, you fucked him up and then uh, seen him away. Damn. That's got to be embarrassing yeah. for him though. <laughs> yeah, probably. Damn. Oh, you're a, you're a badass, dude! You're forgetting all the asses that you're kicking. Well, maybe it's just my memory isn't that good. Oh, my memory's terrible, man! I've taken way too many shots to the head. Yeah, I thought it would be this, but then I
1: remembered actually that my short term memory was really bad, even as a kid.
0: I used to uh, I used to have really good uh, short term memory, and I you, you know. I, I don't know that fighting and combat sports, you know, I've wrestled my whole life. I don't know that that's uh, played like a super huge factor, but I kind of think it has, man, because my short-term memory is fucked up.
1: I'm really wary of that. That's why I love grappling so much more. I always tell people that I'd
0: rather limp than stutter. I love that. I love that. Rather limp than stutter. That is fucking phenomenal, Mm -hmm. dude. I've never heard that before. Yeah,
1: I made it up myself. I think, it's, you know, if you're an old dude and you've fucked up your leg because of fighting, well, there's no shame in that, but there's no glory in being old and you can't talk straight.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree with that 100%. And that's, that's part of why I quit fighting because I took a lot of shots to the head. And, um, you know, I just said I have a 15-month-old, man, I want to remember these moments. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so yeah. that was a huge part of it for me was... I, as much as I love fighting, it was the easiest thing I've ever gave up because I knew that, Hey, um, I just like, I want to remember these moments. I don't want her, I don't want her to see me all fucked up and, you know, face swelled up and stitches. You know what I mean?
1: Wow. That's so wholesome. Yeah. It's just amazing.
0: Thank you. Yeah. It was very, it was very difficult at first because, uh, and you can probably, you can probably agree with this when we, when we've done this our entire lives, like it becomes like our, our identity. Mm-hmm. like we don't know how to how to be us without it you know and i went through that for a while where i imagine yeah where i didn't know who i guess i i was that's kind of why i started podcasting um was it was something something to just try to to do and then i fell in love with it and uh bare knuckle fc actually hooked me up and uh, wow. the, story, the story wrote itself yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's actually how i got started was Um, I was supposed to go and be in a camp with uh, Jason Knight Mm -hmm. and I ended up getting hurt and couldn't fly to Mississippi and they were like well uh, you have a podcast right and I was like yeah and they were like well why don't you interview some of the fighters then and that's that's how I got started wow what an amazing (laughs) success story right yeah yeah yeah, it, it just came so organically and so natural and and now it's kind of taken off and I get to have cool conversations with guys like you all the way in in Switzerland awesome awesome did you watch the uh, the Peter jan algermain sterling fight two weeks ago yes I did <sighs> where are you where are you at on this on this illegal knee situation
1: well you know it was an illegal knees so there's no discussion about that and uh, very obviously, Altriman milked it.
0: Yes. Okay. I was I was wondering if you were under the same. Yeah. Okay. I believe that yeah. too.
1: It was the right thing to do. You know, he, he got a chance out of the blue on a silver tablet to win that fight and become a world champion. And it was the right thing to
0: do. Do you think that the belt should switch hands during a disqualification though?
1: Oh, it's such a difficult question. I ask myself that.
0: I did too. I've been, I've been really fumbling with this for the last couple of days, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you cannot let the belt in the hands of uh, somebody who does an illegal shot, right?
0: Very true, yes. Yeah, that's very true, actually. Because, because as a champion, you have to carry yourself as such, and... Yeah, it would just be a too easy way out,
1: you know, Then if I'm a champion, then I just get myself disqualified all the time.
0: Right, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm just having a really hard time with uh, the way Aljamain's handling it. You know, he's calling out other people. He called out Cejudo, um, calling out T.J. Dillashaw. Yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm not having a, a very I good think, time. You with You know, that. the
1: shameful behavior is just that he should have owned it. You know, I would have, I would have milked it too, but I would would have stood by milking it. Yeah. Yeah, I would have said, you know, why should I get up again?
0: Yeah, well, he was definitely losing that fight, too.
1: He was.
0: Um last night there was a situation came up with uh Eric Anders, and uh I apologize because I do not remember who he fought last night. Um it, anyway, so uh oh uh Darren Stewart. Darren Stewart mm-hmm. from the UK, and Eric Anders threw an illegal knee. And Mm -hmm. it was, it was, it was turned to a no contest because um, they hadn't fought. uh, Two rounds yet. Yes. Two. Yes. Two rounds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the event with Sterling and Peter Yano, they were in the fourth round, right? Yes. So I thought that if it was past, if it was past so many rounds, like they could judge the fight though. You know what I mean? Like that that was where I was kind of confused. It's like why they didn't um, judge the fight or, a no contest, and then let Hmm. Peter Jan keep the belt, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, letting keep the belt would be really bad, you know, just say no contest, keep the belt. But it would be a very interesting take to... Yeah, but then again, it would be an interesting take to judge the fight based upon the rounds that already happened. But again, it would give a fighter a way too easy chance. Like if you have bad cardio, so you just... Give it all for two or three rounds,
0: then get oh, yourself
1: disqualified.
0: And yeah, 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 that makes a lot of sense. Well, you know, I've I've kind of been saying that in the event of a disqualification in a championship fight, either let the champion keep the belt or just make it a uh, a vacant title. You know what I mean? Yep. Instead of instead of letting it turn over, just let it be vacant at that point.
1: That would be a very good take too. Yeah. You could yeah. definitely do that.
0: It's very weird. Very weird. And we've had now two weekends in a row where fights have ended via uh, disqualification or <clears throat> no contest because of a, an illegal uh, maneuver. I mean, it's just, it's so crazy, man. It feels like we're going back in time, doesn't it? Yeah. But honestly, I love it. <laughs> I do too. Honestly, I wish they'd bring back soccer kicks, man. Absolutely.
1: I would. Uh, the perfect rules would be like the early UFC. Just no eye gouges, no biting, nothing else.
0: No uh, yeah, no, no eye gouging, no biting, no groin shots, and just let it roll. Yeah, no time limit, no gloves, no nothing. When did you first start fighting? Like, do you remember the year?
1: First MMA fight. Mm-hmm. That was 2005.
0: Okay, so the rules have changed a lot since then
1: yeah (laughs) yes
0: were you allowed to soccer kick back then i was oh man i'm so jealous i never got to soccer kick
1: oh it's awesome stomps (laughs) even better (laughs) yeah yeah
0: oh man that sounds fucking incredible it sounds it's like it's like for people that aren't mma fans and they're listening to our conversation they're probably like what the fuck but like that's as real as you get because we're trying Mm -hmm. to what an mma fight is, is you're blending different martial arts together to figure out ultimately what is the best one. Right. Mm -hmm. So it should be kind of a no-holds barred kind of thing. It's became a lot more sport, which uh, you know, for better or for worse, but I don't know. Bring back soccer kicks. You know, knees to a grounded opponent, probably going to be okay. Because if you my way of thinking is if you're on the ground and you take a knee, or if you're standing up and take a knee, it's gonna hurt just the same. (laughs) It's gonna do the same amount of damage.
1: Yes. I would even argue that on the ground, there's less force involved. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Because standing, you can like push off the floor, push off the ground and really put everything into it. But downwards, you can all, only exert as much force as the gravity exerts on you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with that school of thought. I'm very much so with that school of thought. Mm-hmm. I, what I really wish we could do is we could eliminate weight cutting uh in some way shape or form mm-hmm. and we can maybe alter the rules you know soccer kicks uh, knees to a grounded opponent stuff like that and just see what mm-hmm. happens man i mean that's really that's what i would like to see
1: yeah i do think it would, should ultimately be who is the best fighter if there would be no rules at all
0: yeah yeah and that's i mean a lot of people that start training they train for a self-defense aspect because if you're if you're at a, an ATM and somebody comes up and tries to rob you, they're not gonna say, mm-hmm. "Oh, well, you have one hand and one knee down. I can't knee you in the face right now." <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yes, yes. If the self-defense aspect is lost, then the soul of martial arts is lost.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And there's too many people, even uh, jujitsu fighters, that if you were to take it into the street, and these guys are purple, brown, black belts, who I, mm-hmm. they are very more than capable of handling themselves. But if you take the sport aspect out of it, they're they're fucking lost.
1: Yeah, man, that's that's it's so hurtful to realize, you know, that so many people today they do jujitsu and they're like, yeah, you know, it's just a sport. And man, it hurts to hear such words because it's not, it's self-defense.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and it's core, cool it is self-defense, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an absolute it's life changing for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, that's what should make a martial, a martial artist. You know, you should be ready to defend yourself at all times.
0: I, uh, I'm, I'm a uh, sorry, <laughs> I fucking stuttered it for a second. I'm a Muay Thai coach and I train all of my, my guys. We do a couple classes where it's um, Muay Thai rules. You know, if you were to take a fight and then there's always one day of the week or one day of the month or whatever, it's just self defense because this this stuff doesn't mean shit if you go and you get beat up at a fucking at a bank at a, at a wells fargo or right. you get
1: beat up at the grocery store you know what i mean <clears throat> yeah it would be the most ridiculous thing you're like a professional fighter and then getting beat up by some no-name drunkard
0: <laughs> right yeah so that's i always try to do um a couple self-defense classes within the month or or within the week or whatever and And because that's ultimately what you're here for is like, you're here to learn to defend yourself Mm -hmm. and compete. Should you choose to compete but at the end of the day, you're here to learn, to learn, to defend yourself, to learn how to handle any situation that could come up. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I feel like the sport aspect might kill it a little bit, but um, I like what it's doing in the aspect that more kids are joining now um Mm -hmm. i'm coaching a little kid i'm coaching a kid's boxing um and i I think my youngest kid is like 11 so i I love that that kids are getting involved at an early age um like i love that aspect but i don't know man i don't know mma's it's came a long ways but it also has a long ways to go
1: yeah absolutely
0: who's your favorite fighter to watch Current fighter or all-time? Let's do both.
1: Hmm, I think currently it uh, was, I should say, Israel Adesanya. Oh, yeah.
0: Stylebender.
1: Yeah. But that's another hurtful story as of now. (laughs) (laughs) After this last weekend? Yeah, yeah. That was a huge (laughs) disappointment.
0: You know, he... The thing about style Bennerman is he he has like a fucking purple belt under uh, mm-hmm. Andre goveo right? Yep. What I don't understand is is why he thought he could come in essentially as a middleweight and fight a light heavyweight without packing on any extra muscle or without even game planning for that. It's almost like he he thought that he could knock Jan out early and that was it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that was his strategy. Maybe even to wear Jan down and then knock him out in the later rounds. Yeah, didn't work out.
0: No, not at all. He Israel Adesanya's super fun to watch. Um, I think he needed to be humbled. I think we're going to see a very dangerous Israel Adesanya now. But I wouldn't mind if he just stayed at middleweight. I don't think I'd like to see him at, at light heavyweight. <laughs> yep. I mean well, he can I think he would have good success against guys like Dom Reyes, um mm-hmm. uh like Volkan Ozdemir, you know, guys like that. I think he might have some success, but he got Yuri Prochaska up there, who's a fucking killer. Uh you got Rakic and Santos, who um even though Santos lost his last fight, I mean it's still a dangerous fight. Glover, I think Glover could could definitely outgrapple Israel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then uh, Alexander Gustafsson, if he was to come back, I'd like to see him come back <laughs> in light heavyweight. Wow, yeah,
1: that would be too much, too. I think it just reached his limit. You know, he should stay in middleweight.
0: Yeah, well, he has like a like a lanky body, too. Like He's not like a thick guy. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. What about of all time? What's your, your favorite fighter of all time?
1: Well, yeah, don't laugh at me, but I think it's Conor McGregor.
0: Oh, I'm not going to laugh at you. I love
1: Connor. Well, most favorite to watch, I'd say, not most favorite as a person.
0: He's polarizing. Yeah, polarizing. He ca- captivating. He makes you want to watch him.
1: Yeah, I just you know I adore his technique. It's just flawless. I would say
0: that's so crazy hearing you say that because I read a comment not too long ago. Somebody called you the Swiss, the Swiss uh, Nate Diaz. Someone did. Somebody did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I seen that. I seen that the other day. It's it's, it's very funny hearing you say Conor McGregor, uh, your all time favorite. I love Conor, old mm-hmm. Conor. I don't like the new Conor, the boxing, um, like the boxing stance, Conor. I don't like that. I like the, the <laughs> yeah. very loose. You know, he throwing spinning back kicks. Yeah, wow. <clears throat> Mad that that moment when he knocked out um,
1: Jose Aldo. And yeah, then it was like precision beats power, timing beats speed.
0: That's probably one of the most iconic things in mixed martial arts history is when he said that shit.
1: It has to be. That's, that's world history stuff.
0: You know, I read that uh, when he fought Cowboy, there was mm-hmm. like one, 1. 1.3 million pay per view buys. And then this wow. last weekend, the Israel and Jan fight card, which had three title fights on it, I read mm-hmm. that it only did done...
1: 800K. Yeah, did you see that too? Yeah, I saw that too.
0: That is so crazy. That is so crazy, man. Connor's bigger than MMA at this point. He is, definitely. And i seen he just sold uh, Proper 12, too. It's not his company anymore? No, he sold it to the people that own... I don't know if you guys have it in, in Switzerland, but it's called Jose Cuervo, the tequila? Oh, I don't know. Uh, supposedly, he sold it to that company. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. He st- I noticed he still does the the proper 12 commercials, though. Like the on ESPN, well, whatever on they do. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe he'll be like the spokesman um, and maybe he just wants to get rid of I guess like responsibilities. But yeah. Who knows?
1: Who knows? But I think, you know, as of now, his run is over. He's doing good business, but um, he will not come back as interesting as he was.
0: You don't think so? You think he's figured out?
1: yeah he's not hungry anymore
0: i think in the top five um at lightweight i wouldn't mind seeing him fight uh dan hooker you know i really love dan hooker i think that'd be a fun Mm -hmm. fight i think tony ferguson would be a fun fight uh rda would be a a very fun fight outside of Mm -hmm. that though i can't really see them putting connor against anybody else i think poirier can definitely beat him again Mm-hmm. um i think islam probably goes into it with the same mindset as khabib and, and takes connor down the whole time
1: yeah um uh, i up? think you know he he should stop because if he continues his legacy will be more and more tainted
0: diminished yet yeah. what, what do you think about him maybe going down to uh to featherweight you think he could ever go back down
1: wow and having even harder cuts i don't think so
0: yeah i don't either i don't need so i read i read somebody was saying that the other day connor should just drop back down to featherweight i was like i don't know if that he's too big now i would i would imagine
1: it's that so easily but those people have never cut weight yeah very much how much weight do you cut um i used to cut a lot like most was 14 <clears throat> kilograms that's almost 20 pounds holy shit yeah in one week that was gruesome
0: shit in one week yeah that sucks I used yeah. to I used to wrestle at 120 and I would cut from 135. Wow. And then when I started fighting, uh I first started fighting at um 125 and I was cutting from 135. So about 10 pounds, and that just got grueling, man. Mm-hmm. I started my career as a flyweight and I ended at featherweight. Oh, and I took a fight at uh, at lightweight too at 155. And I, I love fighting. Like, heavier like that. Like That's such a strain on your body, man. The weight Yeah. Yes,
1: absolutely. I I do think if I fight MMA again, I will not cut as much. Maybe less than 10 pounds even.
0: Where would that put you at?
1: That would put me at a welterweight. At welterweight? Yeah.
0: Do you think you'd feel better at welterweight?
1: I think I could handle the bigger guys better. They're longer. They're easier to grapple. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty strong, and they're not as fast, not as aggressive as the lighter ones.
0: Yeah. Well, you also got to worry about, um, you got to worry about their strength too, though. But if you're, if you're go, if you do it just right, I mean, that size doesn't matter, you know.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so too. I can handle their strength, but I can't handle the speed of the lighter ones
0: my mentality was I can cut to fly weight and I'll be, I'll be like, I'll hit harder than everybody. So like my knockouts at, at 125 are awesome, but I just think like I fucking diminished my body so much just to do that. <laughs> Where at 35. I mean, I was picking people up and slamming them. You know, I, I actually had a guy lock me in a, uh, a really loose triangle and I just fucking picked him up and dropped him. <laughs> Yeah. And it was just because I wasn't, my body wasn't depleted, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's, you know, also the energy in my last fight, I had a very bad cut, cut from uh, 80 kilograms to 66. So that's, that's the 20 pounds. And then I, then I got the shitter, you know, and couldn't bulk up again. Yeah. And I went in there almost with the same weight as on the scale and uh, energy was all drained.
0: Yeah, yeah. When I yeah. didn't cut
1: as much, I had energy for days. I could just go on and on and on.
0: I remember I cut, uh, the last time I cut to 25 was I had such a rough cut that I wasn't even hungry after I weighed in. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't, I think I drank, um, I drank like a Gatorade and some water and then I ate really light that night. But I, I, like, it's like my body didn't want the weight back on after that. And I was just really weak in the fucking cage, man. Mm-hmm. And I went out, I think I I stopped him in the second round. And then uh, the next day, Sunday, I just, I felt dead, man. And I had to take, I think I had to take a a good couple days off after that, just because my body was just so sore. Wow. Yeah. It's not, it's not good, man. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's definitely not healthy at all. I really like what one championship does, how they do the hydration test. Mm -hmm. I really like that. That's a good
1: start. I think the ideal would be to handle weight cuts as you handle um, PEDs, you know, to just um control the weight all uh, all throughout the year and you just aren't allowed to cut.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. It <clears throat> well, you get these guys like Conor McGregor who has fought at 170, mm-hmm. but but is knocking people out at 145 mm-hmm. and they they fall in love with that. And they think that they should just keep doing that, um, and that's just—it's such a crazy way of thinking. Because if you can knock somebody out at 145, you could definitely knock somebody out at 70. I mean, look what he done to Cowboy. I mean, he—he <clears> he went out there and put it on Cowboy quick and and got the job done. I mean, imagine if he would have spent his entire career at lightweight, we might be talking about a different Conor McGregor. You know, he could have been, could have already been the champ, champ. You know,
1: absolutely, and maybe could have done a lot more
0: fights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I hate about about Connor is I love seeing him fight, but he doesn't fight often enough.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's the same that's, way I feel about Justin Gaethje. I love Justin Gaethje, but he does not fight often.
1: Yeah, that's the modern times sadly, because of the grueling weight cuts and the, yeah, just takes a huge
0: toll on your body you and make it as often. Yeah. Yeah. Man, before I let you go, uh, what all projects do you have going on? I, I seen you have a YouTube. How can we find that?
1: Well, I'm on YouTube as uh, Peter Mettler, Martial Arts and Fitness. And I'm doing the YouTube channel with a lot of uh, martial arts tutorials and uh, also fitness things because I believe that the fitness scene is a lot bigger than martial arts, so I could get a lot more people involved. And, uh, yeah, building my school and trying to reach – a lot of people with martial arts and inspire them to train their body and mind and become the best version of themselves.
0: Awesome, brother! Awesome. And if people are in, if people are in Switzerland, what's the name of your gym? It's a Motu Martial Arts and Fitness.
1: stands for Master of the Universe.
0: Awesome, bro! That's fucking badass. Uh, once again, thank you for joining, man. I super appreciate it. We we literally put this together like last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very quick. Thank you once again, my brother. I want to shout out our sponsor, Phone Soap. One more time, go to phonesoap.com, use the code TAKEDOWN, get 20% off your order. Once again, thank you, Peter Mettler. Thank you very much for having me. It was a huge fun.